0: all right, welcome to the Cheers Jersey comics podcast. I'm your host Brian Wayne, and I have another installment of train negotiations for you. you may have noticed it may have might have been it's definitely been a few weeks since my last installment of trade negotiations and don't worry, I'm not done with the the series that I haven't finished talking about yet, believe me. This particular book that I'm talking about on this particular episode, however, warranted an immediate call to action. Metal Shark Bro, Volume 1. Walter Osley, Bob Franz, Kevin Cuff, and Chaz Pangburn. Dude, I mean for the for the you know listeners that aren't brand new to this Y'all know I like fucking metal music, and y'all obviously I'm kind of in comics a little bit. So when you mix the two, my fuckers, together, uh, I'm I'm naturally gonna be excited. Uh, this book originally it was not released in issue form. Well, I guess it kinda was. the the f- The first issue was released in issue form, and then a few weeks later they they finished the the entirety of the that volume in trade, uh, trade. So, hence my uh, advanced—not advanced, but a much quicker trade negotiation for a brand new comic than normal. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. Uh so for if you y'all listen to episode thirty, some of this may sound a bit repetitive, at least in the beginning, because like I said, I, I've read the first issue. But yeah, let's uh, let's get on with this this fucking gem of a story, huh? So, we've got a band, and this band, they're partying, they just sold, their soul sold to the devil, bro, they're about to, they, they made it, they sold out, and <laughs> boy do they sell out, and uh, they're, they're on the, the yacht party, and they're, yeah, high fives, and then one high five just knocks one of these fucking band members down into the ocean, and then he gets ate by a fucking shark, fucking shark ate him, and that shark just carries on his goddamn sharky way, it's no big deal, he just, you know, he just ate, Until he comes across the nephew of Satan, and that would be Bezelbra. Bezelbra, the nephew of Satan, and he's essentially he's carrying out the tasks of his uncle, and he realizes, look, hey, shark, bro, uh, that dude you just ate kind of owed me one, and therefore now you owe me one. So you and that uh dude that you just ate. Are now infused into your shark body and shark mind, and yeah, you get the idea. the, the shark comes becomes hum- humanized, and he is now, and the only way he can ever go back to being a shark again is if he finishes the bidding or this list of Bezelbra. Bezelbra says, "Dude, I got some devil strange. I need to go slay. So, why don't you like go kill all these people on this list that you know need to die now." So that's that's essentially how uh, the the story all starts out. How the first issue goes. There is a little bit more to the first issue. It's kind of this montage. It's it's just only a little bit of a montage of Metal Shark Bro going through and you know he's he's crossing off names for lack of better words. And the end of the first issue is him coming across this wizard that he's sent to kill, but he realizes, hey wizard. You got, like, magic and shit. Hey, can you make me a shark so I don't got to do this shit anymore? And the wizard says, no. As a matter of fact, I can't. I'm actually a big satanic goat. So, hmm, you know, I'm going to tell on you. And that's actually how the first issue ends. <laughs> if that's not enough to make you, <sighs> dude, fucking metal. So I finally, I finally got to carry on with this story. So let's pick up where issue one left off. We get a battle between the wizard, devil, goat, and metal shark, bro. And out of that, I, I want to say it would be the familiar of this wizard. And this familiar is this winged eyeball creature with a goddamn hipster hat. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, at this point, the... I feel like the eyeball just is not super cool. I'm not gonna name it yet because the naming process of this thing is one of the, <laughs> one of my favorite parts. Um, but they, uh, he, he's ex- explaining to Metal Shark Bros. He's being attacked by ghost skeletons that are stabbing the fuck out of him that have been summoned by the wizard. He says, "Hey, you know what? If you just believe ghosts weren't real, what would happen?" And uh, so Metal Shark Bros. just Thinks, okay, ghosts aren't real. So then when the ghosts go to slice at him, and they just kinda like whoosh right through him. So hey, what do you know? The eyeball seems to have chosen a side. And eventually he uses his eyeball laser beams to help Metal Shark Bro take down this devil goat wizard man. And bam. So then the bond between who they really they land on the name Ira. Iris, eyeball, get it. <laughs> uh, keep in mind that this book is jam-packed with puns, pop culture references, and probably worth at least a giggle every other page. At least it was for me. Admittedly, I read this book twice back to back because of how much I enjoyed. It. I'm not. These guys didn't pay me to say any of this. I really do mean that. I love this fucking book <laughs> because of all of the little goofy dialogue boxes and all that shit. I mean, also, I mean, not to. The art's super fucking awesome too it It goes along so perfect with this storytelling style so carrying on uh he defeats the wizard well he's he just figures I guess I gotta finish this fucking list and uh and doing so he he comes across. The devil nuns. Now, the devil nuns have been... Or not devil nuns. I'm sorry. Ninja nuns. Devil nuns. That's kind of oxymoronica. The ninja nuns. The ninja nuns have been sent by the church. The church is after Metal Shark Bro because, well, Satan and whatnot. (laughs) He works for Satan. So, yeah. Uh, It's so fucking cool, man. It's so fucking cool. Um... Well, I guess before he gets to the ninja nuns, for yeah, I don't need to go page by page on this. I do still want you to read all this, so yeah he he he's fighting some fucking ninja nuns. He does end up fighting a bunch of goddamn uh possessed donuts too. one of the other people on his list uh he goes to take out, and I think it's supposedly supposed to be the actual last yes, it's the last person on the list, so it's it's a big deal. they spend a little bit more time on this. Uh, massacre, if you will, so they go, and they take out this person, or he goes to take out this person, Ira and Metal Shark Bro, and this person casts a spell on this box of donuts, because, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you in a book called Metal Shark Bro, and now Metal Shark Bro has to take on a bunch of goddamn d donut, demon donut, D-nuts, D-nuts, that's what, the, that's what they're going to be called now, that's, I decided that. You can have that, guys. <laughs> if you, yeah. Um, first appearance of the D nuts. Jesus, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So yeah, now they're fighting the demon donuts, and after, uh, of course, they're defeated. And uh, uh, Metal Shark Bro is awaiting the arrival of Bezel Bro to really fulfill his end of the bargain. Well, and if y'all know anything about the devil or his his uh, his people. They tend to lie a bit, and that's, that was all of a, just a big lie. He lied his fucking face off, and, well, he's not. <laughs> and Metal Shark Braw goes to a Turk, and when he does, he, boom, snaps his fingers and pops him into a new dimension. Beelzebraw calls up his buddy Stevie, who is the leader of this other dimension. I don't think they give this dimension any type of name. It's just another dimension. Just like how, t- I'm pretty sure Metal Shark Bro is just a fucking shark bro. <laughs> all I call him. At least, uh, really, it's Beazle, Bra and Ira I- and Stevie are the only three definitive names that I've come across so far. And once again, Stevie, being a friend of Bezel Bra, Bra calls him up and says, Hey, I just uh, kind of teleported Metal Shark Bro there. Could you do me a favor and kill him? And, well, now it's up to Ira. Ira's also there as well. It's up to Ira and Metal Shark Bro to survive in this land, or this new dimension, and it's there's a bunch of fuckery happen there happening there too. Oh man, it's guys, I can't. <laughs> so while he's in this dimension, he, he he's kind of put into this gladiator type of scenario, and you know, you you win, you you get released. Well, we all know that's not true, because lying, and we get this awesome moment where Stevie does show up after Metal Shark Pro is just fucking plowing through motherfuckers like he tends to do. <laughs> so good, guys. Uh, Stevie shows up and he summons this weird... It looks like a demonic gooey ghost dragon thing. And, well... The shark gets ate. <laughs> the dragon eats the fucker shark. And Ira. And, well... In the most... Metal Shark Bro fashions. They're really just in the belly of the beast, kicking around corpses and shit. And, like, oh, yeah, I think I knew that guy. And, oh, wait, hold on. What's this? Is this armor? And he finds some armor, and that's a really cool moment. But I guess Ira uh, refers to this thing I I forgot to mention. And I do apologize for that. Remember the wizard in the beginning? With its front tail, I didn't mention the front tail, but if you're if you have read this book and you're flipping through, uh, and and you look at a panel without reading the the dialogue context, you realize that is the weirdest looking penis I've ever seen on a goat. <laughs> and he, uh, the 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 wizard refused to acknowledge the fact that it's a penis. He calls it his front tail, and it looks like a, a tail that's in the front, but at the same time, it's uh it's it's a tail that's in the front. <laughs> God damn it! Sorry, I got off track there. But the fact is, is that uh, he doesn't—he doesn't just defeat this this goat wizard in the past. He he rips his fucking heart out. You heard me. He rips his fucking heart out. Well, that's that's metal, right? No, that's not all he does with his heart. And then he fucking takes—he he eats his heart. He eats his heart. Well, what he doesn't know is, in you know, comic book forms of explanation, is that. With the power he's been giving, what given, whatever, if he eats or died or consumes whatever he just killed, he uh, takes on its powers. Well, now Metal Shark Bro isn't just some dope ass warrior shark dude on a mission. Now he's got the powers of a fucking wizard, and then he's reminded of that while he's in the belly of this dragon, and after he finds this sweet ass fucking armor. And you can kind of guess what happens from there. You could guess, but I'm gonna tell you anyways. He rips out of this fucking dragon so goddamn hard, and <laughs> and he and he blows it up all over the place. And so now it's him and Stevie. And well, uh, you know, <laughs> it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. So uh, no, he's 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 got to make Bezel Bra pay. He's got to make him pay, so he finds Beelzebub. But before he finds him, we get this moment of dialogue between Beelzebub and his dear old Uncle Satan. And he's not super stoked on what he's done and how he slacked off and passed off his list. And yeah, he's 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 not happy. But he realizes now that Metal Shark Bro, he's on the loose. He's pissed. He's got to take care of some shit, um, a, a debt. Or a deal was was made, even if it was by the devil. I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, he's he can't. I don't. I'm not totally sure is what it comes down to. But he has to call in a favor, and when he does, he calls up the church, and the, you don't get a whole lot of. Um, Insight as to what the deal is, it really just comes down to the the leader of the church saying, you know, look, we're both kind of fucked right now. I know you need my help. You just say the word, and our debt's cleared. And Satan kind of scoffs and says, look, yeah, no, push the button, our debt's cleared. I don't know what that debt is. You don't know what that debt is. Uh, Or maybe you do, and you know something I don't. In which case, everything I just said up uh, <laughs> pretty much fucking pointless. Um, but uh, so, while Satan is allowing at this point Metal Shark Bro to just kind of go after old Bezel Bra, the church calls in this giant fucking robot. Uh, it's it's like something out of Godzilla, and like it or not, yeah, you know, fucking robots fucking up. Metal Shark Bro, even though he does cast a, a, a spell of, oh, I forget what they call it, embiggen. That's what the word is. It casts a spell of embiggen, so he gets big too. But it's not enough. The robot fucking throws him way in the distance, and really, just uh, even Ira just kind of looks over at Bezel Bro and <laughs> like, well, well, I guess that was it. Are are we cool now? <laughs> not a whole lot. of... uh. Loyalty happening with Ira, I guess, once once he feels like the odds are against him. So, eh, it is, it is what it is. But, alas, the story is not over. Metal Shark bro comes back with a fucking vengeance, and he whoops the fuck out of that robot. He whoops him so hard, and that's not all he whoops. He fucking goddamn eats the heart of Bezelbra after he does... And Beezle Broad, he doesn't go down without a fight. He lets off this green crotch stank. <laughs> I don't know what he's supposed to do. I forgot. I don't even know if they explain. it. It wouldn't surprise me if they didn't explain it at all. I like the fact that they're explaining very little in this. This is a book of imagination. And really, you the most you're... Well, I'm not saying the most. The, the the thing that I enjoyed getting the most out of this, besides a, a somewhat original story... Uh, mostly original story. It's not like, you know, selling your soul to the Satan and Satan fucking you over is all that new, but in the fashion that this was done and in this premise, yeah, no, it was... (laughs) Yeah, I think you know what I'm trying to say. Um, it It was fucking a thing of beauty. But still not over. He rips his fucking heart out and, well, that's... And then Satan appears in person. Metal Shark, bro. Versus Satan. What's gonna happen? Well, turns out, Satan's not super mad at Metal Shark Bro. He realizes, look, my nephew, he was a fucking cunt. And, I'm... Whatever happens, happens, man. He was weak. You were stronger. Uh, do you maybe wanna not fight me? And Metal Shark Bro, I guess he kinda kinda agrees. And... Um... Um... But uh, Satan really says, "Look, you had a deal, and you kind of went above and beyond, and you got screwed. So I'm gonna give you your wish. What's your wish, Metal Shark, bro?" Without hesitating, says, "I just want to be a shark." And he's like, "Well, Satan, <laughs> you can't laugh. Okay, and what else? No, I just, I just want to be a shark," he says. And well, so he turns him into a shark. But Satan still gets a laugh out of it. Because he turns him into a fucking beach shark. <laughs> 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 fucking turns him into a shark on land. Uh, but he does still... He gets a laugh out of it. But sends him off on his way. Into the ocean. Swimmy, swimmy, swim. So now it's Satan and Ira. Yeah. The N Or is it? There's not... They turn the page. There's more... Uh, <laughs> there, there. It's really just the introduction. Uh, there's motherfuckers down in hell. It's a it's a, a prison setting, and you see this. Uh, the uh, father, I will avenge you. So I guess, Bezelbra had a son too, and that will be Metal Shark Bros' next enemy, seemingly, because there will be a volume two. As a matter of fact, Kickstarter for this book goes up very very soon and I will actually be on this Kickstarter. I would've gotten on this one if I would have known it was a thing. Uh I I can't express enough how much Scout Comics delivered. The Scout Comics being the, the publisher of this book. I, I, I may have forgot to mention that forgotten to mention that, but guys uh as goofy as all this may have sounded there, there uh, there's a I'll say it once, I'll say it again. Every other page at least is good for a giggle. You will laugh if you're a metal fan or a rock and roll fan, perhaps even just a music fan in general. You may not even have to like metal because there's not really any metal references other than a shark's with a fucking leather jacket and some tight jeans. I guess that kind of looks metal, but they're not making any super deep-cut metal references. It's, it's pop culture references and laughs and uh, original dialogue and jokes as well. It's not like everything in here was an homage to something, as many homages as there were. I, I think Bob France and Kevin Cuff did a fucking amazing job with the uh, co writing this, this book. Um, Walter Osly. Sorry, I, I, it's probably going to sound like I'm mispronouncing that name. Probably because I am. But uh, I have a hard time saying it for some reason. There's <laughs> nothing against... Oh, I'm just going to say Walter. We're, I, I, we're, we're probably not on a first name basis. Actually, I did meet you at Denver Pop Culture Con if you're listening. um, Hey, remember Brian? So, yeah, that's... Uh, dude, fucking go get this book. Uh, no, it probably just sounds like I'm filling gaps of time at this point because I guess it really only has been 20 minutes, but I flew through this because I'm so fucking excited. I don't even know if I looked at my notes. I only opened the book a couple of times while I was doing this. It's so fucking drilled into my I did read it twice, and the first part of it four times, because I read issue one more than <laughs> once when it came out, too. Maybe even three times. I legit love this book. Uh, go out get you some metal shark bro once again walter osly bob france kevin cuff chaz pangburn killing it on the letters this has been a trade negotiations there will be more there will be more you could bet your goddamn leather jackets that when volume two comes out or issue one of volume two comes out it will be on the podcast in the meantime, you nerds, thank you so much for joining me. I hope I've talked a small portion of you into going out and buying a book that you've never heard of or probably never heard of. Talk your LCS into getting this book. You will not be disappointed. And only $11.99 cover price, too. So it's not going to break the bank. It's a quick, fun read. I'm done repeating myself. It's good. It's great. It's brilliant. Fucking 10 out of 10, man. You nerds, I'll see you on the next podcast. No, well, I won't see you because that's not how this works. Um, I'll see that you listen to me on the next podcast. (laughs) Cheers. For all you podcast nerds out there, I'd like to remind you real quick and fast that you can get paid to actually listen to podcasts. Yeah, you heard me right. Go to uh, your Google Play Store, your Android Store, wherever you get your apps and download an app called PodCoin. And you can actually earn money, real money, gift cards, all that good stuff, Starbucks, Target, all that good stuff. As you listen to podcasts, and all you have to do is listen. You don't have to do anything special, but I can get you started right off the bat by entering promo code COMICS after you download the app. And uh, we'll just hook you up with 300 coins right off the bat. Start earning immediately. And it's not just Cheers to Comics on there. All your other favorite podcasts are on there as well. So as soon as you're done listening to the latest episode of this podcast, go over and listen to all your other favorites and continue to earn. So... Use promo code COMICS, download the app, and, yeah, get yourself some money.